live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, host of the Ken Coleman Show and number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Naomi is in Oklahoma City. Hi, Naomi. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Good to have you. How can we help? So I work for my dad's company. And he's growing, his company's growing, uh, just opened up a third location. And I have the opportunity to really be able to choose what I want to do within the company. And I just need help making that decision on what, what direction to go. What kind of business? It's an outdoor power equipment company. Okay. Have you done any work for the company yeah, in the past? Yes. I've been employed with them for three years. And I work, I currently work part-time because I have two toddlers. Yeah. What are you doing for your dad's company currently? Uh, so I help out with payroll, okay. um, get, getting all that ready. I do event coordinating and I also manage our software, server, phone, um, computer problems. Yeah. So you know the company pretty well. What's the most interesting part of the company? Just the, the the interesting areas. Um, well, opening up the third location um, is going to be a big project, mm-hmm. and so obviously I, it excites me for what's in the future and what the future holds. Um, and the growth aspect of the company is really interesting. Um, and I understand that, but what, yeah. I, what, I, what I would normally teach and what I teach people is is you're looking for something. This is your dad's, this is your dad's company, so let's look at it as a bus. And we want to find the right seat on that bus. And that's defined by I'm doing something I'm good at. We talk about proficiency. That's talent, first of all. Then something I enjoy. Like, I actually enjoy the work. So you mentioned event planning. Let's use this as an example. I don't know that you enjoyed it, but just very quickly for you to see, if you enjoyed the event planning side of things, now we've got ourselves a pretty obvious potential task or grouping of tasks, the organizing, the uh, communicating, whatever's involved in the logistics plus the execution. Okay, that's an example. So if you enjoy that work, that's that's a clue. Okay, so then the last piece that I teach folks is what are the results of your work that you get excited about? So that's just a quick run through. So of the positions, the seats on the bus right now, what seems to be the best fit? You're good at it, or you could certainly get a little bit of training and experience. You've already got the raw talent, so you could pick it up quickly, and you really enjoy it, and you care about those results. What's available? What's out there? What could you create? What comes to mind? Uh, I mean, with the event coordinate, I like a little bit of everything I do except for the IT stuff. Like, I know I I want nothing to do with printers Great. and phones. Great. So we cross <laughs> that off the list, right? So you're not going to yeah. be in IT. We like event coordinating. What else? Um, and I like the aspect of working with people and providing them with benefits and um, interacting with our employees. Yeah. Well, listen, if I was your dad in this situation and you were my daughter and we were talking through this, I would let you test out a few roles. That's what I would do. I don't think you have to pick it right now. I think you go, okay, I do enjoy the event planning, but in this type of company, you're not doing that all day, every day. Am I correct? 
as it, it would be a full-time job probably a year to two years from now for sure great so let's try and test out some other things within the company knowing you like the event planning part and once the event planning part in a year or two becomes a full-time gig you've experienced enough within the company you've tried enough things even if you don't do the job you're talking to people who perform those roles this is just simple basic research level like you would do a book report in high school or college you see it you ask questions you dive in and try it and then you pick and you may end up creating your own position but i think that's what you do don't overthink it just test some things out and talk it through naomi there's a difference between this company's growing we're opening a new location that's just describing the bus Mm mm-hmm what you're looking for is to start describing a seat on the bus. Is the bus a nice bus? Yes. Would you like to be on it? Yes. Now you've got to find a seat. And so it's not, it's no longer about, Oh, they're growing. They're opening another location. That's, that's just describing the bus. You need to find a seat on the bus. Mm-hmm. And that that's what you are going to be doing. That adds value to the organization that, it rate it helps the organization in some way greater than it costs the organization because if, if a if a company does not make more on employees than they cost you go broke and so you have you know and that includes the owner being an employee you know and so your dad just can't give you a position just because it's fun it's got to add more value to the organization than you cost and uh, so Ken's right. Some some trial runs at some of these seats would be a really good plan. Really good plan. Hey, um, hang on. We're going to send you the get clear assessment that Ken and our team here built on helping you figure out what it is you love doing because you're still kind of right now. You've been a jack of all trades, a master of none. Yeah. You kind of were a catch all position, and that does give you good visibility into these other positions. But you really need to hone in on you not on what the company needs. What is it you love? Mm-hmm. What is it's going to ring your bell and get you going? And so just hang on, and Austin will pick up, and we'll get you that get clear assessment. And by the way, folks, you can get that assessment at the Ramsey uh, Solutions.com yep. store. Uh, it only takes how long to take it? It takes about 15 to 18 minutes. And it's like what 30 it re- bucks or something? Oh, it's 30 bucks, and it reveals those three things. What I'm good at, what I enjoy, and what results motivate me. That becomes the awareness to be able to identify a seat. You, once you have the awareness, what happens is you go, oh, I see it. I didn't see it before. It's like the financial clear path in the baby steps. People go, I know there's got to be a way, but once we describe the baby steps, you begin to see there's a clear path. Oh, wait a second, I could do it. And that's what this assessment does. It allows you to get a self-awareness test and go, oh, I'm good at this. I enjoy this type of work. And these results of work motivate me. And that's the, it's, it's really a simple but profound awareness test. And, and that's what she has to figure out because now she's looking for that seat it's to be able to do that. absolutely vital in family business to not take a position. Boy, that's true. Just because family wants you to be working there. Mm-hmm. You've got to be doing something that lights your fire and that they get a return on investment on. And so, because otherwise it's going to be a, you're going to be a strain organizationally inside the place and what does that do to the family because it of demoralizes that? the team mm. because it's nepotism and it and it puts a strain on thanksgiving dinner because dad feels like he's just carrying you mm. you know you're getting paid more than you're worth yeah more than you're adding value because you're not in the right seat so it's it's absolutely vital you find something you love you're good at 
and you can carry the water. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. If you've been in the market for a new home for a while, last year's interest rate hikes might have put the brakes on your plans. This year, rates have bounced around some. They're still higher than they've been in a long time. It's really frustrating. But here's the deal. If you're financially ready to buy, higher interest rates don't have to keep you from buying the home. Not when you work with a good real estate agent you can trust and gives you advice based on your local market, your financial situation. If rates come down, you can always refinance. So you're not stuck in it. Uh, higher interest rates means higher mortgage payments. No kidding. So you need to make a bigger down payment and maybe even go to a less expensive house, make it all work out for now. So if you're ready to buy, don't let interest rates hold you back. It's the best time to buy right now because there's, uh, you know, it, it's not going to get better. Housing prices are going to continue to go up and we can't promise that interest rates are going to come down. Even if they do, you could refinance. So if you need an agent in your corner, a high-octane, high-protein real estate agent that knows their stuff, go to RamseySolutions.com slash agent. You'll find the Ramsey trusted people there. RamseySolutions.com slash agent. Our question of the day comes from Neighborly. The Ramsey Show question of the day is always sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Take your home's efficiency and style to the next level with convenient solutions from Shelf Genie, Window Genie, and Glassdoor. Visit Neighborly.com and schedule home professionals near you. Today's question comes from Robert in Nebraska. What's the purpose of a 15-minute interview? Any tips to prepare for it? I have an amazing opportunity for a dream job, and the first step is a 15-minute phone interview. Well, traditionally, these initial 15-minute interviews are screeners. They're very general, Robert, in nature, and they're trying to just weed out crazy, to be completely honest. Uh, They want to see if you've got some just basic courtesy uh, and some basic uh, uh, communication competency is what they're traditionally looking for uh, when I've worked with companies that are trying to come up with their interview process. So that that's the purpose of that. But the preparation piece, I would prepare as though it were a 55-minute interview. And what I mean by that is I think there's three areas that anytime you're, you're doing a job interview, you've got to be able to effectively communicate. Number one, why you're interested in the job. And there's three ways to describe it. The company. Express some enthusiasm and some admiration for the company, assuming that this is true, that you actually aren't just looking for a job, that you want to be here. For instance, Ramsey Solutions, if you want to be here, and I'm interviewing you, and, 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 and I don't do much of that, but, but I would want to know, why are you interested in working for Ramsey Solutions? The second thing is, describe a personal connection and again enthusiasm for the product or the service that you would be engaging with and then third the actual job description tie in some enthusiasm about why you are interested in doing that work that's going to get you through the 15 minute screener and from there you're in a traditional process but usually that 15 minute interview is limited it's quick they want to know if you're worth taking to the next level our initial interview is at 30 minute yeah and we call it a cultural 
mm. interview internally. That's what it's nicknamed. And it is to, um, to, to find out, uh, is this, are you looking for a job mm-hmm. or are you wanting to join a crusade? Right. Cause if you're looking for a job, you're out. We don't need people just collecting a check. They end up quiet quitting. They got mediocre Monday. <laughs> they, right. You know, they, they're just do as little as they can do to get as much as they can get. We don't need them on the team. Thank you very much. We don't know how you add value, right? So that that's the the basic thing I'm looking for. Uh, and we are looking for crazy. See, and, and But we're also looking, in our case, and really other companies are, whether they say it this way or not, or whether they even realize it, they're looking for values alignment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some companies, the value is you work all the time, 80 hours a week, because uh, you're a programmer, and that's what programmers do, and we need you to work all the time. That's the value they have, and they're looking to see if you're willing to do that. In the case of Ramsey, we don't work that way. As our, you know, We got lots of programmers, lots of uh, high-end platform and technology folks, uh, some of the top coders out there on our team making serious bank. And they go home at four thirty-five every day. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't work eighty hours a week here, um, and so we're the quite the opposite. But we do have values. So like you know, we'll ask the question like our CEO closes the show saying, uh, you know, ultimately no way to financial peace except to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. How do you feel about that? That's one of our values. That's who I am. That's who you're going to be working for. And so do you really want to work for that person? No, I think those Christian people are crazy. Okay, then probably not aligned on values. That's good. Glad mm-hmm. We figured that out in the first 30 minutes. And sometimes that happens. People just hang up. Sure. On, and we'll do a little Zoom interview, and they'll just hang up in the middle of it. They don't even say. It's, we've got some really humorous videos. Oh, it's crazy how people will ghost you to instead, your face. Instead of just, instead of just going, <laughs> you know what, thank you. I don't think we're interested. This doesn't look like it's lining up. And, you know, have a good day. They just reach over and turn the thing off. Wow. It's like hilarious. This is mm. so funny. But that saves a lot of time for yes. everybody because that person obviously would not have fit in. They would not have been a, a good team member. Mm-hmm. And so it you know it saves a whole lot of time. So that's what we're looking for with the first 30 minutes is are we, spend, are we spending our next few interview hours on a something that has a good probability of outcome? And uh, so we're trying to clear the deck on the ones that don't. And that's probably all they're doing. What do you think? It's exactly what it is. It's that quick screener to go, all right, we're ready to go to the next level of conversation. They're looking for the red flags. And so that's why I flipped that in that advice to say, prepare as though that's the full interview and share that enthusiasm for the organization, the actual product or service, and then the actual job description, how you think you're a good fit for that. So instead of showing them potential red flags, you're showing them green flags. And that's how you win that initial screener. Yeah. And, and you know, they want to, you know, stuff like you want to work from home. Yeah. And uh, you want to know stuff like that. If you want to work from home and they don't, you would want to know that. On that's the, they correct. would want to know that on the that's front exactly end. That's exactly right. Um, you know, or, or flexibility. What yeah. is it you're looking for, you know, in, in those types of things? What kind of a culture? Because uh, we're more of an old school culture around here, we just like come to work in the building five days a week. Too. We're, we're we're a we're a work <laughs> from the office organization. We work at the office, and so all of us, yeah, and we're all here every day, five days a week is what we do. And so it's just I, I know that's just antiquated, but you know I don't give a crap. It works. So because yep. people being around people adds productivity and creativity. We've had a lot of companies discovering that the hard way. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on there. 
And uh, by the way, those of you that are uh, small business people out there that are listening to the Entree Leadership Podcast or you're in Entree Leadership Elite, you're going to hear me say in coaching you on how to do interviews to if you're not doing one of these short interviews up front, you need to do a 15 or a 30 up front. You should. You'll and save yourself a lot of time. Yeah. You don't look at the manpower. If someone comes in and you you, you give them an hour, just an hour, uh, you have wasted so much time by not just being able to you hit Because you often them. know in five minutes. Oh, yeah. If you're asking the right questions, we teach this, you know? No, I mean, they walk in, you just go, no. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's exactly right. So do it over no, the phone, no, do it over that's Zoom. Not gonna, that one, that's not going to work. That's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah it's you're, a great you're, you're, you're judging. Yeah. People are judging every day, baby. That's what they do. Yes. That's how, that's how life works. I, I, you know that phrase, you don't judge a book by its cover? Every time I hear that, I go, uh, I do. Literally, yeah. I judge a book. If I'm looking at a book in Barnes and Noble, I still like to go to, to, to bookstores, old school bookstores. I look at the cover. And I'm looking at that, the title, the subtitle, everything. We put a tremendous amount of research to that. So, you know, stop saying that because we do judge a book by its cover. It's called a first impression. Yeah. What are we doing? Dress like you're going to a job interview. Bathe. Yeah. Right. It's just amazing. I mean, it's just <laughs> freaking amazing. So, oh, man. Yeah. We were talking earlier, Dave, about uh, parents, your op-eds exploding on Fox News. If you want to go check it out, parents should not be paying their adults' kids' bills, and Dave just slays it. It's unbelievable. we got to check it out. But we were talking about that earlier, and and it's gotten so bad that now, Dave, I, we I share stories. Parents, I'm here. They're What's showing happening? up for job interviews no, with that, their we child. We didn't show up with them, but we've had them call and try to get them the job. And we're like, yes. wait a minute. What? We don't want your, we don't want your kid. We don't want your kid. Why? Because you're their mother. Yeah. But in America today, there are parents who will show up to the job interview and sit Because their mother's crazy. I don't want them working here because their mother's crazy. That's a fact. Because she's going to be a problem. I can just tell you right now. Oh, Oh. my God. Yeah. It's real. It's very real. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Uh, One of our favorite things to do in the whole world is a debt-free scream. The only thing better is a debt-free scream on the debt-free stage in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. And the only thing better than that is when it's one of our own team members. So, absolutely. Taylor and Melanie McMurray are out here. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, we're We're great. great. How are you? Congratulations. Thank Thank you. you so much. Well done. Now, Taylor, how long have you been here? uh just shy of two years about okay. a year and a half all right and you're on the smart dollar team yes sir what do you do on the smart dollar team so i'm an account executive on the smart dollar team uh essentially smart dollar is a, a benefit that employers can purchase for their employees that help them 
do what we did, which is, you know, get on a budget, pay off debt, and ultimately build wealth. So, well, so you could talk, tell the company that's considering this for their HR that you did it. Yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. How much debt did you guys pay off? We paid off $132,850. Way to go. And how long did this take? 25 months. Okay. And I won't ask your income because all your teammates are standing around. It's fair. And uh, <laughs> that would be a little bit awkward and unfair. Yeah. But yeah, way to go. What kind of debt was the 133? So 122 of it was student loans, and then just shy of 11,000 was a vehicle loan. Okay. All right. Very cool. And you started this uh, about a year before you came on here then? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. How long y'all been married? Uh, we got married September of last year. So. Yeah. Oh, just recently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Been like mm-hmm. So you started this yeah. before you guys got married then? Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. Cool. So Melanie, you come into the marriage with no debt? Correct. Yep. She's smart. Yeah. 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 Well, you're smart. You you married her. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. She does have poor judgment. <laughs> but we'll let her we'll let her pass yeah. on that. Yeah. 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 My wife does too. So it does so does Sharon while we're at it. Hey, you know? hey. hey. That's a good sign when you when you make that deal, right? And you close yeah. the deal. Definitely outshot my coverage. Yeah. There, you did. there yeah. it is. Yeah. So what is it like? You marry this guy and he's got debt. You don't have debt. And he's and, got a plan. Yeah, and when did the conversation happen? I mean, this goes back about seven years ago when we first started dating. Wow. Uh, he wasn't, you know, closed off to telling me about his debt. And so uh, once that was revealed, I was finishing up college and I graduated debt-free, which I didn't really understand the weight of that and mm. how big of a blessing that was until um, I met Taylor Um, And I could see the stress he was under. And so I knew about Dave just from growing up in church, but I had never like taken a class. So I asked for uh, FPU for Christmas and took him with me. um, And I'll let him tell you a little bit about that experience. (laughs) (laughs) That in itself was interesting because one, I had no idea who you were. Um, And two, I I did not want any help in figuring out how to pay off the debt. Um, I was weirdly comfortable being super anxious and kind of depressed around my finances because that, that just became normal right yeah. and uh so the the caveat to that as well is actually selling whole life insurance Uh-oh. and so uh as soon as i'm going through fpu and you're talking through the whole life section i'm like i'm not gonna listen to this guy like are you kidding me um so like y- your name became a curse word to me essentially for about four years and the kicker of the whole thing was uh, i had paid off about eleven thousand dollars worth of student loan debt after taking financial peace and uh, I made a dumb mistake and bought an $11,000 vehicle right before COVID hit. And so that was kind of the wake up moment of, I have no job to really go sell anymore to be able to pay off this debt. And I literally put myself right back in the same position. I might as well listen to this guy that's helped 25 million people pay off debt and put down my pride. And so that's kind of where the, the whole entire plan started. Yet living in California at the time, uh, COVID completely shut everything down. So in 2020, I didn't really make any money to actually start this program. Um, and so once 21 came around, um, I just decided like, I'm, I'm going to go out and do this thing. I'd actually watched the, uh, the reset, the financial reset that mm-hmm. we had live mm-hmm. in 21. And uh, that was kind of the wake up moment of like, I really need to do this thing. And I really want to marry this girl. And it's not going to happen in California um, if I'm not going out and paying off this debt. And uh, anyways, the path led me here. Uh, didn't stay in california and i'm super super grateful for it so very cool very cool well congratulations man thank you so what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is now that you did it 
because really you've been game on here for just on just a short period of time yeah yep i mean definitely the budget like most people say but i would say even for us the paycheck planner part of every dollar is really helpful because you know you you put a number somewhere but then you see how it's sectioned out throughout the month month and that really helps you um to stay on point and then having obviously a community around you i listen to the show every day for years on end just to um feel like i had a hug you know and support around me each day yeah absolutely i mean and to add that as well just having someone in your corner someone like melanie for me was huge um she never really gave up on me even when i wasn't bought into this platform and so when i finally did get on board and she was that extra motivation that i needed um each day when this thing got hard because i mean it's it's difficult it sucks paying off debt is not fun and uh having her on my side having really good friends and then obviously like she mentioned sticking to the budget and listening into the show is is super key yeah. you not only bought into the plan you came to work here oh yeah. my gosh i mean yeah that's like over the top you yeah. went you, you you went like 180 degrees from whole life yeah yeah you know he's like i like the yeah. kool-aid now i'm gonna sell the kool-aid <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened i mean yeah. i was i was selling whole life i was pretty good at it yeah. um but once i again i bought in i was driving around all day long and i didn't have anything to do other than listen to the podcast and i actually listened to you both um and ken you were a huge help for me in finding where my actual passion and talent lies mm-hmm. um i realized that i'm I'm pretty good at sales. I like it. Yeah. Um, it's fun, um, but I want to be able to help people. And I could see that the product I was selling wasn't helping. So By the way, that makes a difference when you're selling something you really believe in. Oh, totally. It's a game changer. I want to, You yeah. just said something earlier I want the audience to hear. You said paying off debt is not fun. It's hard. Yeah. What did you guys do? This is, this is, a, this is getting after it. 132k in 25 months. Give me, give me something hard, something extreme. What did you guys do to, to get some momentum or maybe get over a hump? Yeah. Um, well, on, on top of everything that I did, I, I picked up a side hustle. I was selling solar on the side out in California. And when I wasn't selling solar, I was driving for DoorDash. And when yeah. I wasn't driving for DoorDash, um, I was just literally trying to, to purchase the cheapest amount of groceries I could buy. Literally like rice and beans without like yeah. killing myself. So it was truly beans. all in. You were working yeah. hard and yeah. cutting, cutting, cutting. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Rice and beans without the beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's oh right. my gosh. Way to go, you guys. Yeah. Proud of you. Thank, Thank you so much. Proud of you. Your team's you. proud of you. So how hard is it to uh, be working on a get out of debt plan while you're selling smart dollar and you've got all these people around you? Uh, I mean, that's either got to be unbelievably supportive or unbelievably shaming. <laughs> yeah. You know, thankfully, the shaming was very little. Um, uh, so the, the support, though, uh, has been insane. I mean, having the amount of people that I had in my corner coming to work here, um, I, I realized that when I applied, but I, I didn't actually know how much support we were going to get and how like deep these friendships were going to become and how big of cheerleaders they would be. Yeah. Um, and I'm super grateful for everybody that's here watching right now. Yeah, there's a hundred of them gathered around here. They need yeah. to get yeah. back to work. But yeah. you know, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. We have Way a permission to go, slip. Yeah. Way to go. Very, very proud of you. Sharp couple. I'm honored yes. you're on the team and Thank you. honored you're doing what you're doing with Smart Dollar. It's good, good work you're doing. So very proud of you. All right, Taylor and Melanie from right here in Franklin on the Ramsey team. 133000 paid off in 25 months of student loans and car. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, one. one. We're debt-free! Yeah! <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. That's fun.
Yeah. Really fun. We do have a bunch of former whole life agents here. There's a whole bunch of them. Well, it it, it kind of makes sense. Well, they figure out that it's yeah. not a good thing, that's and then right. they come to work doing a good thing. That's exactly that's right. You take the, yeah, that's it. That's how it works. Sharp people, man. Yeah, awesome. I'm telling you, I got a building full of these millennials and Gen Zs, and they're amazing. They're wonderful. He's a crusader. That's what we're that's talking it. about. That's exactly what I'm talking about right there. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs eleven twenty five: a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Henry Ford said, a business absolutely devoted to service will, uh, will have only one worry about profits. They will be embarrassingly large. It's <laughs> a great statement. I have never heard that I from him. Either. I haven't either. That is so good. Feels like something you would say. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I uh, wish I had. Emma, <laughs> Emma is in Philadelphia. Hi, Emma. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, my my question pertains to uh, my husband and I feeling overwhelmed by our mortgage payment and just wanting your advice on the best path forward. Okay. How much is your mortgage payment? So some context, um, we purchased a home this past summer, um, and then my husband was then unexpectedly laid off, um, conveniently the week after we closed, um, and was unemployed for eight months thereafter. Um, he recently did find a new job, but now makes um, a bit less than what he was making when we were going through the house hunting process. Um, so we are just kind of feeling that that payment a little bit more than we'd like to. Um, right now, our mortgage represents... What did he used to make? At the old job? Roughly 150 What does he make now? About 90 Why such a pay cut? Um, it was just really challenging to find, um, you know, a, a new role this time around. So That's weird because there's a shortage of labor. What's he do? Uh, in sales. So he, he, I should preface, he does have the ability to, to make up to that. It's just, um, you know taking a more conservative approach to it, 90 is the only kind of guaranteed income. So is it a base or is it? Okay. So the base is 90. Correct. How long, and how long has he been in the new position? Mm, About a month. Okay. So why do you not believe he's going to make more than base? Um, it's just an extremely young company. Um, so I think the, you know, the the future outlook is a little bit more uncertain than I think he would have liked. So, Okay, so um, let me ask this, because if he was on the phone with me, I'd go, when you sat down and took this job and they told you at a 90 base, what projections did they give you? He should have an idea what his potential is beyond 90, does he not? Even if it's a young yes, company, and, then what's the, what is he yes. expected to make in year one? 90-90, so 180. Okay. So they're projecting that in his first year, he can make $180,000. Correct. Okay. Uh, he was making one fifty. So I don't understand. Where's the pinch? <laughs> the pinch is because you're, you're extrapolating 90 as your future. Yes. And that's, yes. that's just not true, though. That's yes. if he sells um, nothing. He, he sucks if he makes 90. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I guess I just like to take the more risk. No, is it, no, you're ta- you're um, no, you're not taking. You're taking an absolutely um, mythological stance. It's not just conservative. Okay. It's just not right. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. Because okay. I mean, the chances of him being there six months from now and making zero sales is zero. They're going to fire him That's if he right. makes zero sales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or he's going to quit because they suck so bad he can't sell their stuff and go get a better sales job. So 90 is not really your future. Zero could mm-hmm. be your future, but 90 is not your future. No. So, I mean, this has got to go really sideways for him to make much less than he made at the other job. So what's happened is this eight-month dry spell scared the crap out of you, girl. I don't blame you, by the way. Correct. I'd be, I'd have been scared too. So you're kind of walking, you know, you're emotionally wrung out from this, this horrible process y'all been through for the last year. This has not been a good year, right? Correct. And, and, and if you're not careful, you let that cloud your actual analysis of the future based on the mm-hmm. wounds of the past. That's what I think I'm hearing. So I, I think, think you're, you're okay. Right I don't even know what your house payment is yet. And I think you're okay. Because I'm doing um, that based I, on the fact that you were okay with him making 150, y'all were going to be okay, right? Before he got laid off, you bought the house. Were, were your ratios off then? Yeah. Well, the ratio, yeah, it, it is off. It was um, off at 150. Based on, based on the 90 um, of my income. So. Okay. He made 150 when you bought the house. Were your ratios off then? No. You were a, a, a little bit over 30% then, okay. yes. Okay. So you, if you bought too much house then, then you would sell yes. the house because you bought too much house, but not because of all the job stuff he's been through. You just made a mistake mm-hmm. before he got laid off. Being laid off only accentuated that. But now he has the opportunity to make even more 90 plus 90 mm-hmm than he did before, mm-hmm. which might solve your ratio problem. So um I think you got that a pin I think you got a pinch problem. right now because you've been through eight months of hell, but not because of where you're going in the next nine months. So yeah. I, I think the next nine months is going to tell you if you got to sell the house or not. You don't know today. Because you don't mm-hmm. have you, you know if, if he makes 180, would you agree with me you don't have to sell the house? Correct. Okay. That would yeah. And so if he's tracking for that six to nine months from now, if he's tracking towards 180, if the, if the trend lines are going that way, then we just keep the house. If the trend lines are, are, are he looks like he's going to lose his job because he can't sell it because the company's young and sucks or he's bad at it or mm-hmm. whatever it is, and he's going to make 90, mm-hmm. then we probably do need to sell this house. Okay. You follow me? So yeah. l- let's get out there a little you bit. For, let's, let's see how this job works out, and that will tell you if you can afford the house or not. Not. But, but the last eight months doesn't tell you if you can afford the house or not. Only the next eight. Yeah, and, and I think for him, encourage him, but I hope he's in a mental place to say, I don't like that feeling. I've got a new opportunity. It may have been hard getting here, but I'm going to sell my yeah. absolute fanny yeah. off, and we're going to crush Make up it. ground. Yeah. Make up ground that we lost in the last eight absolutely. months and, and get this done. I mean, that's it's a motivator for me if I'm in his shoes. It I, would be, absolutely. I don't want to feel that again. Yeah. But But – but Emma, you need to count on zero or one fifty to one eighty 
90 is really not a possibility because 90 means failure, which is going to result in zero. That's where we're going to end up there. So, uh, so you're not being conservative. You're just not being factual when you do that with yourself. You, you've told yourself I'm being conservative. No, you're not. You're just wrong. Right. And that's a, that's a, we see this a lot. I, I've done it. We've all done it. We, we go to the worst case scenario and then we try to frame everything from the worst possible see, case. Here's what's interesting. She came on and, and in her, the way her mind is working, he took a pay cut. Right. And then we find out he's got a chance to make more money. Yeah. Yeah. And really very likely will. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, well, no, he will because he's not really the, again, I don't think he's going to take a pay cut. Yeah. Because if he takes a pay cut, it means he's probably gone. <laughs> That's true. You're right. Yep. Their projection says he's coming out ahead. Yeah. They did not hire him to pay him a base and him make no sales. That's correct. That's a healthy base for a salesperson. Yeah, that, 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 let me tell you, that base gets you fired. Yeah. If you're not making sales. That's true. That's true. So, it's uh, almost 100. They're going to move you wow. on. So right. in the zero, the chances he makes, you know, doesn't make something above 90 and gets to keep the job is very slim. That's correct. So, I mean, that, I'm on the other end of this. This is, we hire here on these same situations. And if we're going to put you on that base, you know, here's your runway and better get the plane off the ground. <laughs> so, there's that's a right. wreck on the other end of the runway otherwise. Right. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's, it's just reality. It's not threat. It's just not, it's not mean, but this is the reality of the marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's how, it's how things function. It's math that does this to us. So, Hey, really good question. I'm sorry for what y'all been through. That yeah. was painful for you. And, but don't let that pain cloud the way you're doing your critical thinking on this. Cause I think you're, I think you got a lot brighter future than you feel like you do right now. That's what it sounds like to us. Good question. Good job to the guys in the booth, Austin, Ben, James, Zach, Andrew. Good job, Ken Coleman. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.